What's up, everyone? It is Matt, and welcome to another episode of Down Once More. Got an actual mini episode coming at you this week. At least that's my intent going into this. Uh, I'm recording this. It is almost 9.30 p.m. on Labor Day. So Monday the 4th, so a couple of days before it's coming out. And I apologize if there's background noise. Because for the past 45 minutes, fireworks have been going off nonstop, which I don't remember fireworks being a Labor Day thing, but apparently they are. So that is super fun. I have a scared dog that is shaking, sitting next to me on the floor. So that's what we're dealing with. So apologies if you hear dog background noise, firework background noise, all the super fucking fun background noise. Um, I'm a grumpy old man when it comes to fireworks. And so like on the 4th of July, I'm like, Hey, we have to work the next day. Why are we doing these until 2am? Let's be fucking reasonable. Um, I don't know any reason it gets dark at like eight thirty nine. So why are we doing fireworks for like five hours? It, it makes no fucking sense to me, but, uh, that's my old man shakes his fist at clouds take for the night. Um, a couple quick things on here are, September movie review is going to be on the last five years. So this stars Jeremy Jordan and Anna Kendrick. It is based on a Broadway play um, and musical. And it is currently streaming for free on YouTube with ads, or if you have YouTube premium, no ads. So bonus there. Uh, YouTube premium, I with the amount of different shows and podcasts and stuff that I watch on YouTube, YouTube premium is one of the best investments that I've made. So highly recommend YouTube premium. That's my plug here. Um, but the last five years, it's streaming on YouTube for free with ads. Uh, you can also rent it anywhere you do digital rentals, Vudu, um, Amazon, all that fun stuff. So uh, a tip for if you're watching, for the first time, I'm not giving Rayleigh this tip. We'll see if she actually listens to these mini episodes, if she finds out when she watches it. But I think it helps your enjoyment of it uh, if you know this going into it. If you want to figure things out on your own, skip 30 seconds ahead. But when Jeremy Jordan's character is singing, he is telling the story of their relationship from the beginning to end. When Anna Kendrick is singing, it is from the end of the relationship to the beginning. So basically, it ping-pongs back and forth with a song with one of them, then the other, and their storylines inter intersect in the middle. So it makes sense. Uh, spoiler alert, I've mentioned it many times before, so this isn't really a spoiler. Uh, it's one of my favorite musicals, so I haven't watched it in a while. Uh, and by a while, I mean like six months. So I'm sure my opinion will remain unchanged. But we will see when we discuss that at the end of the month. So whatever that fourth Wednesday in September is, so it will be the 27th um, is when that episode will come out. And according to my calendar, I have a dentist appointment that day. Fun fact. Um, but September 27th, the last five years, watch it before the episode so you know what we're talking about on YouTube for free with ads. Um, with it being September 6th on Wednesday, when this episode comes out, uh, or if you're listening to it after then, uh, the new little mermaid with Halle Bailey is now on Disney plus it came out September 6th. So, uh, Rayleigh and I discussed, dis discussed talking about that, making the little mermaid talking about them as a group as our September movie, but Rayleigh did a really good mini review on that just a couple months ago on our channel. So 
if you haven't listened to that yet and you're curious on her thoughts, go check that out. Uh, her and I will discuss all of them. We'll probably throw the Little Mermaid 2, the animated one, in there um, in a future episode. But we want to space that out since Rayleigh kind of gave her good summary um, on it and her thoughts there. So, the th- and I will maybe throw mine on one of these mini episodes or I'll just wait till we talk about it. But that is out on Disney Plus now. Uh, now, the main meat of this mini episode. Last mini episode, I did a kind of not a draft, but I gave my three picks from each of the premium TV networks on what to watch there. My favorite series, what I thought were the best ones on there. And that had at least three seasons each. Um, and I talked about doing that for the regular network on TV stations, the ones you can get with the good old fashioned bunny ears. So that would be Fox, ABC, NBC, CBS, um, that good stuff. Instead of doing all of them in one episode, I'm going to keep this a true mini episode, and I'm just going to do the Fox ones today. So my picks for the best Fox TV series, what I'm going to do, because they're kind of broken out into, I mean, there's multiple different categories. I'm not going to get into the reality or competition ones on here. So no Hell's Kitchen, American Idol, that kind of thing. But I will say, uh, I do enjoy Gordon Ramsay and the show Next Level Chef. They just had the second season uh, finished a couple months ago. That's one of my favorite like new concept kicking cooking shows out there. So Next Level Chef, really good. Uh, you can catch up all these, pretty much all the Fox ones, you can stream on Hulu um, for the most part. So I'm going to give two picks and then an underrated pick for each category, drama and comedy. So a total of three series in each one for a total of six from each network. And partially just because I wanted to mix it up and break it. And so I make my own rules. I don't need to just do three. It's my show, Rayleigh and I's show, my episode, my mini episode. So um, we start off with the drama series on Fox. My number one pick is 24 with Kiefer Sutherland as a very unique concept where each episode takes place in real time. So there will be a clock that pops up on the screen. So in the hour of airtime, when it was airing live, it would jump different perspectives, the different characters there. But the entire season, all 24 episodes, each one was an hour of the day. Um, And it was a really cool concept. And I, I do feel like as the seasons went on, uh, it got a little bit stale because like, okay, how many crazy 24 hour periods can one dude have? Uh, he worked for CTU counterterrorist unit. If I remember right, that's the correct acronym. Um, and so each season, yeah, was kind of similar to the other, but for me, it always kept me on the edge of my seat. It always kept me enthralled. It kept me coming back. I binge watched most of this series. Um, when, The summer after I graduated high school, I cut my foot open, jumping over a fence um, from my parents' minivan. I tried to jump over the fence. Uh, I was barefoot, caught my heel. I had to get stitches in the bottom of my foot. So my mobility was limited. Uh, Back then, it wasn't streaming anywhere. So I would have to buy all the seasons on DVD. And so bought all the seasons on DVD. I think I still have them. I might've gotten rid of them. Um, 
because my wife said I was hoarding too many uh, TV series and movies and stuff and DVDs that I never watched because I just stream everything, which was fair. It was taking up so much space. Um, but I binged like five or six seasons uh, that summer as a lazy piece of shit as I lay in bed and my foot healed. So 24 is my number one pick. Um, my next one is going to be Prison Break. Um, in my opinion, you don't get much better than the season one of Prison Break. It was something completely different. It was intense. Fox had some intense series. I think they're one of the the grittiest networks. Um, had some of the grittiest shows that network television had out there. So Dominic Purcell and Wentworth Miller were the stars of uh, this show. Uh, Wentworth Miller plays a brother who is an engineer who had helped assign to prison who where his brother is being held and his brother who supposedly falsely accused of a crime. And so Wentworth Miller's character, uh, he gets arrested and thrown in prison so he can help his brother escape before he gets executed or whatever they call that. When you're in prison, you do it. I don't think they use the word executed, um, death row, that whole thing. So he goes in to help his brother escape and, Season one is fantastic. Um, the seasons after it are good too, but in my opinion, season one was the pinnacle of that show. Uh, now for underrated, I'm going to go with the show Lie to Me. It had Tim Roth uh, in it. You may recognize him from some of the Marvel movies. He played Abomination in uh, Edward Norton's The Incredible Hulk movie, the villain counterpoint to him. Uh, he showed up in the She-Hulk Marvel miniseries as well. But in this, he plays a deception expert who studies facial expressions, body language, uh, helps figuring out figure out if people are lying. And it just it was very intriguing and cases he'd be called in to help with uh, lectures he'd be giving at colleges and just kind of as he would explain things. And yeah, everything was a little exaggerated and kind of some mentalist level stuff on there. Just he's hyper observant as well. But I love this series when it aired. In my opinion, it got canceled uh, far too soon. It only ran for three seasons. But if you haven't watched Lie to Me, I highly recommend you check it out. Uh, I'll give an honorable mention on here, too. And that's uh, The Following, where Kevin Bacon plays, I want to say, an FBI agent. Uh, deals with a serial killer and a cult following and everything like that. It's also very dark, but very interesting and can't go wrong with some Kevin Bacon in your life, so come on. Um, switching gears to comedies now. Um, Fox had some good ones. I I am going to start off. My number one is probably my favorite network comedy of all time, and that is New Girl. Uh, one of my hot takes, I don't remember if I've mentioned it on here or if it was just on uh, KFC Radio that I mentioned. In my opinion, New Girl is better than The Office. Uh, I feel like... It has more rewatchability with some of the characters. Uh, the Office sometimes, the awkwardness. I think The Office has higher peaks, but for consistency throughout it and ones that I would want to rewatch and go back to, I have rewatched New Girl three times since my, maybe just twice since my last Office rewatch. So New Girl's one I keep going back to more. Uh, Jake Johnson as Nick Miller 
is an example of perfect casting, in my opinion. He nails that character. It's one of my favorite TV characters ever. Uh, same as I am blanking on the guy's character who plays Schmidt. Um, but Schmidt and Nick are two of the my favorite TV. Max Greenfield. Max Greenfield is who plays Schmidt. Um, and so obviously Zoe Deschanel, her character, in my opinion, um, is the weakest spot of the series because she can get grating and annoying quick. Uh, but I feel like it is balanced very well um, with Nick Schmidt and Winston and those characters in there. So new girl, top of my list on comedies from Fox. Next up, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Brooklyn nine, nine, uh, Andy Samberg, Melissa Romero, Ferrero, Fumero, uh, Stephanie Beatrice in it. Um, Stephanie Beatrice, fun fact, played Mirabelle in Encanto. My brain is not working today. I said it's later at night. It's Labor Day. It's been a long day. I've done more labor today, ironically. Um, or not ironically, it's just stupid, but I worked for like four and a half hours and then I did yard stuff, house stuff, laundry, cooking, all that fun stuff. Um, but Stephanie Beatrice, uh, plays Rosa Diaz in it. Uh, great character. Jason Manzoukas shows up in it. Terry Crews, uh, Andy Samberg. If you're not an Andy Samberg fan, you won't like this show just straight up. Uh, I get, he's not everyone's cup of tea, but I really enjoy it. It is Melissa Fumero, or Fumero, F-U-M-E-R-O, so apologies, I'm mispronouncing the name. Uh, Jolo Trulio is also in this, and he's fantastic. I've We talked about him in, uh, I think it was our Pitch Perfect episode, because he has a small role in that, that he's one of my favorite bit characters. Anytime he pops up in a movie or TV series, it's great, and his character is fantastic. So, um we're going with I'm now blanking on myself. What network was how I met your mother on? Was it Fox? I was doing my research and I didn't see it, but, um, still Brooklyn nine, nine. I met your mother with CBS. Fun fact was not Fox. It threw me off cause it's on Hulu now and how I met your father is a Hulu one, which Hulu is owned by Fox, all that fun shit. But anyway, sorry, Brooklyn nine, nine, my second comedy pick. My underrated comedy pick that was canceled far too soon. And that's what I'm going with with kind of these underrated ones, ones that I feel like were canceled way before they should have been, is going to be The Mick with Caitlin Olsen. Season, it only ran two seasons. They were both great, in my opinion. Uh, Caitlin Olsen, I was kind of nervous and wondering how she'd do without the rest of the Always Sunny crew around her. But she is fantastic in this. She plays, and this is how it's listed as the description, a hard-living aunt uh, who has to step up and take care of her sister's kids when her sister flees the country trying to escape criminal charges. So she's a fuck-up. She's just trying to get um, her sister's money, a taste of good life, and someone who never wanted kids, and having to take care of these kids and teens, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, I thought it should have gone way longer than it did. Caitlin Olsen is fantastic in it. Pretty much everyone from the Always Sunny crew 
has the star power that they can carry their own series, in my opinion. Um, Rob McElhenney in Mythic Quest on Apple TV Plus. Uh, that's been a lot of fun, and it has some has some really good dramatic moments in it as well. Glenn Bi- uh, Howerton in AP Bio has been great. Uh, Charlie Day hasn't really gone out and done his own on a TV series, at least not that I know. He's had some. He was in the Pacific Rim movies. I, he did his that uh, Fool's Paradise movie that apparently was one of his um, passion projects that he wrote and directed, and it was not very good in my opinion. I it never grabbed me. I didn't love it, um, which sucks because I love Charlie Day uh, and. He's one of my favorite characters in Always Sunny, but the movie just wasn't for me. But he has the acting skills. He can pull off dramatic roles. He could hold his own series, I believe. And so I'd like to see him do more. Um, But Always Sunny crew, entire crew, fantastic. The Mick, very underrated. Um, Some honorable mentions and comedies are That 70s Show, obviously, and Arrested Development. Uh, Arrested Development, great. Michael Sarah, Jason Bateman. Um, fantastic cast. Some fantastic, uh, Will Arnett too. Some fantastic comedic moments. Uh, great writing on a show that should have ran longer than it did. But I, in my opinion, overall for how long they ran and everything, New Girl in Brooklyn Nine-Nine barely edged it out. Uh, I almost put Arrested Development over Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That was my internal struggle on where to put what. So that's going to do it. So for dramas, we had 24. Prison Break, honorable mention, is or underrated series is Lie to Me. And for comedy, you had New Girl, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and underrated series is The Mick. So those are my recommendations, my top picks for network TV shows on Fox. Again, that's not counting the reality ones, the cooking ones, um, obviously not the news ones, the nightly shows, late night shows in general, I cannot stand. Their bits that they do every once in a while, I can deal with it online, I can think it's funny, I cannot watch it day in and day out, it's just not for me on any of them, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, James Corden, none of those, especially not James Corden. The carpool karaoke got very old very fast and it seemed like a way just for him to suck his own dick on there. But um, anyways, that's going to do it for this week's mini episode. I uh, kept it short and sweet for you. Hopefully there wasn't too much background noise going on. And stay tuned. Next week, Rayleigh and I are going to do uh, a fun draft of our top five Disney characters we would want to be stranded on a desert island with. So animated Disney characters. So make sure to tune in for that. And like, comment, subscribe, share, all that fun stuff. Said another one, my goal is to get to 100 subscribers on YouTube. I think we can do it. I think there's about a 1% chance we can do it, but we can do it. If every one of you subscribers on our YouTube shares it and convinces three people to do it or hell make three different gmail accounts and sign up three times yourself why not show us some love um we can do it so thank you all for tuning in and don't forget to go down once more later later